0: Hello and greetings and welcome to the Live Happy Now podcast. I'm your host, Jr. Houston. So thankful that you're making us a part of your day. Once again, really looking forward to another episode. And want to thank our partners, Live Happy Magazine. Another issue is available on newsstands. And you can also find it, the digital edition, is at the Apple Store and the Google Play Store. Also want to thank our partner, Life Reimagine. their website, lifereimagined.org slash happy. They've got all kinds of things for you to try out, processes to go through, and all kinds of stuff. Because as you awaken to the power of happiness, so do your dreams. So what's next? Find out more at lifereimagined.org slash happy. Well, our guest today is Linda Swain, the creator, producer, and television host. Her most recent nationally televised show tapping in the happiest people in places on the planet received a daytime emmy nomination for outstanding travel program in 2015 tapping in combines linda's passion to share the stories of others through television and nearly 30 years of spanning the globe searching for the happiest people in places on the planet for her travel company swain destinations
1: linda welcome to live happy now we're so glad you could join us today thank you so
2: much it's so great to be on your show
1: Well, I'm super excited about your new show. It is something that, of course, is near and dear to my heart because it is all about happiness. Can you can you tell us a little bit about what
2: Tapping In is? Yes, I'm very excited to talk to both of you because you're very Tapped In. (laughs) (laughs) Tapping In is uh, I take you around the world. It's an hour long show. It's airing across the whole country on about 150 stations, about 80 percent of the country, Um, and I take you to places around the world that are pretty amazing. And I introduce you to people who have incredible stories, and they share their uh, stories about happiness. And so it's uh, visually beautiful, and it's inspiring. And hopefully you'll walk over something in your pocket that you'll be inspired by, and then also you'll see something that might interest you and something that you'll want to do that they are doing. Um, so, yeah, so it's got a few different ways to try to, you know, bring happiness into your world.
0: What gave you the idea to do something like this? I mean, it sounds like a very interesting project. You get to do a lot of, of travel, but what inspired you to include the happiness angle?
2: Well, um, I guess all of us want to be happy, right? But uh, sure. I think I think it's um, maybe what inspires inspired you to do what you're doing, and um, all of us in this mode, um, it's that whole thing inside of us that says, okay. What am I going to do now to be the change I want to see in the world? And we have these experiences that we take through our lives. And then, like, what's the next thing? So um, I have a travel company called Swain Destinations, and my husband and I built it up for 30 years. We've traveled all over the world, and we're, you know, finding the happiest places for our clients. While I was doing that, I happened to have four kids, um, (laughs) under five, by the way, at one time. But um, (laughs) there were six kids altogether. So I had all these kids, and I... I wouldn't travel as much as my husband, but when I did, I would focus on moms and kids. So that um, inspired me to get on television. So I started on television at NBC here in Philadelphia, and I started a series called Moms on the Move. And so because I wanted to tell these stories, um, I learned skills, television skills, hosting, producing, all that kind of stuff. So now we have travel and we have television, and so now my kids are grown and I, am, I have grandkids, actually. And so now I'm thinking, you know what? Looking at the world, we have a lot of negative um, you know, energy in there. So the law of physics says we have a vacuum, and I'm here to fill it just like you guys. So I'm excited to talk to you.
1: You say you profile people who and, and talk to them about their happiness. Are these locals, or are these people you take with you on these trips?
2: Well, no. These are people that, for instance— um, this show that is airing across the country right now, um, we are now in South Africa in this show, and um, I take you to places like, I take you to Cape Town. Now, Cape Town is one of the most energetic places on the planet. It's always voted the number one spot for people to go to, apart from Sydney, Australia, and some others, which I've taken you there. But So we climb Table Mountain, one of the most energetic mountains. You know, uh, We interview people there. I go to Johannesburg. And interview someone who's been through the whole apartheid movement, um, and so we go through Soweto, and we go through exactly what he went through at the time of the uprising. And the happiness is, is now he's taking people on these cultural tours because his happiness is sharing his story. Um, in Cape Town, I interviewed the prison guard for Nelson Mandela. It's fascinating on the show. Uh, for. 18 years of his life, Nelson Mandela's life on Robben Island in the prison, these guys were together every single day. Now, one was the prisoner, one was the prison guard. And so we discussed how did Mandela keep his happiness? You know, through that, he was in this little tiny, you know, eight foot cell. And he, and, and I bring up the point that Christo, this guy who was forced into the military, um, but didn't want to fight these people because he was not racist. He, he grew up with blacks these two guys were put together and Christo helped Mandela survive it's fascinating and um, really incredible story so this is this is what you're going to see so we'll go to these beautiful places but inside everywhere there's a story um, and that's what I tell
0: there's obviously you mentioned uh, a couple of different places there are, are we really going to find the real happiest place on earth i mean what what are some locations what are some other places that we're going to we're going to hear from
2: Yes, you are, and <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> look, happiness comes from within, but um, you, uh, we're going to, um, you know, New Zealand, I'm writing that right now, so we're going to be in uh, Auckland, New Zealand, uh, Cannery Row, that's coming up, so, hmm. you know, Cannery Row, you know, John Steinbeck's Cannery Row, when it was just all canneries, well, the guy and his partner, who took the whole place that was all run down in the 60s, no one would get near that, n- near there, and all the animals were gone, the sea life was gone just absolutely redeveloped the whole place. Now it's this mecca for sea life and for, you know, people to come and find joy and happiness. So it's really, uh, and of course, uh, we have some very, very interesting stories. Of course, Deepak Chopra is on the show that's airing now around the country, and I know he's probably been on your show.
1: Mm -hmm. Oh,
2: yeah. Yeah, and so we talk about super genes um, also because... I also take you to the cradle of humankind. So a lot of people want to find happiness, like, where do I come from? What are my roots? Uh, so I take you to the place. Now, if you remember, the uh, homo lady is the latest species of hominid they just found. And interestingly enough, it has the same feet, legs, hands. It's, it's very similar to humans. And they just found it in South Africa. So I interviewed the guy, the, the um, uh, excavator, and also the person who found it. And um, their story about what they found about, you know, our roots and where we go, go to, it's just fascinating. And how they find their happiness going through 14-inch holes underneath um, 30 meters of rocks <laughs> to find <laughs> fossils is amazing. So everyone have, has different modalities of how they achieve happiness.
1: So what did you learn through doing this that maybe you didn't know already about happiness?
2: Well, you know, I learned to be a lot more humble. <laughs> I find that people, <laughs> because, I mean, that's going to take a lot more whittling away, but um, I think the people who have the biggest smiles probably has the, have the least amount of stuff, you know. Um, now, I take you to some amazingly beautiful places, but in those places, uh, you'll find, for instance, if we're going to India, and one of the stories, of course, will be in palaces, and some of these you know, show you what, what it was like back then and how it's evolved. But we'll also share, and how, like, for instance, um, the the jewelry makers of the Maharajas, how much love they put into making these things, you know, so art, artists, craftsmanship. However, also, there's another story. There's a system, um, there's a group of people called the uh, doublewallas, and they don't even speak English, and... Uh, They are a a class of people in India, because you know, unfortunately, they still have these class systems. Mm -hmm. But this amazing group of people, they bring hundreds of thousands of lunches every day at lunchtime from a worker's home to their office, and they work on a system where no one is paid anything more than anyone else. So even the person who runs the whole thing of all the hundreds of thousands of people, he gets paid exactly the same. So it's that kind of um beehive where everyone wants to do it everyone wants to work and their their error their percentage of error is one percent richard branson's been there to study it prince charles been been there to study it but it's this humankind kind of effort that i'm going to share that story so that's what i love you know i love saying like we have the ability to really look at each other as ourselves and that's one way we find happiness
0: We're talking with uh, Linda Swain, the host of Tapping In. The Happiest People and Places on the Planet received a Daytime Emmy nomination for Outstanding Travel Program in 2015. As you've traveled the world and you've talked to all these different people in different places and they've got their different stories, was there sort of a common thread uh, that that sort of tied them all together? Was it the humility? Was it the the, uh, perceived lack of, of material possessions? Or was there something else that really kind of You felt was a universal key toward happiness?
2: Yeah, you know, that's a really great question. I think, um, yes, you know, the more we give ourselves, the more we help other people, the better we feel, you know, so that's, but I will say that we all have different gifts. And, you know, um, I've always said, like, someone's, if you're, someone may have a disabled, because I did mom stories. Someone, I interviewed, uh, mothers who had one disabled child who 24 7 they had to look after that child but that that was like the the loving thing they had to do in this life and they did it well and that they were happy you know that was that's something that we all have this interesting purpose now i interviewed this someone who uh loved to surf and she was a teacher so she kind of put together and now she teaches surfing and she has a surfing school Hmm. so i think happiness is just finding out what you love and then working really hard at what you're, and getting good at it. And then using it to help other people. And I think that's the key. It's you have something that's really special. You guys have this amazing thing that you've created that's really special. You've worked really hard for it. And I think this day and age, um, we have to still be willing to struggle a little bit to get there. And then it really makes it makes you happy when you achieve a goal
0: i think that ties into our uh, our purpose and our meaning discussions that we've been having deborah don't you throughout the entirety of this series in this podcast series happiness uh, a lot of times derives from from finding your purpose and your meaning
1: yeah i think uh, that a lot of that and then a lot of uh, what else linda's been talking about which is giving back to the greater community or being part of a community is another real sure. key that's come out in a uh, in a lot of the interviews that we've done recently linda what is your favorite story that you've told so far, the favorite place you've visited?
2: You know, there's so many, but I have to tell you that one that comes to mind, just when you said that, it's just because there are no limits to what we can dream up. There was a, um, a story I did. It was ages ago, and, there, there, and I can tell you some around the world, too, that are really fun. But ages ago, this just really, really just nails it to me. This woman, she was a trapeze artist. And she had a baby, and she couldn't be in the circus anymore, Cirque du Soleil anymore. So she built a trapeze in her backyard and gave trapeze lessons. (laughs) And I did did a trapeze lesson with this woman on tape, and I'm telling you, that is really hard. But it's great. It's like if you really love something, then don't give it up and figure out how to do it. So that, to me, was a really like, great telling story of someone. You know what? She loved it. She went and figured it out.
1: So how many episodes of Tapping In are planned for this year?
2: Okay, so there are four four specials, and they're airing in each quarter, and they're an hour long. And as we mentioned before, we'll be going to – we'll be in Sonoma, we'll be in Cannery Row, we're going to India, New Zealand. Um, I'm actually going to be with a really fascinating group of people called the Marys, and they were the first – Um, The indigenous tribe that came, um, actually they found out 5,000 years ago from Thailand, but they actually came, they're Polynesian, uh, and have you heard of the Maoris, the Maori people? I have not. No. Okay. So the, yeah, so it's like our American Indians, but they're in New Zealand.
1: Oh yes, and, yes, yes. I just didn't realize yeah, that. And, that, was, that was how it was pronounced. Okay. M-A-O-R-I. Right? Yeah. M a o.
2: Sorry about my. No, it's okay. <laughs> <laughsISTINCT> but, but they. But there is this beautiful scene where they built because they were losing the traditions of their their forefathers. They, uh, and, and their traditions were of how they could sail three thousand miles across the Pacific. They use the stars and they use wave finding. They use the waves and they use the stars. So they amassed these people together before they lost it. And they built this huge, looks like two canoes. It's, called a, it's called a waka. <laughs> you know, it's the old Polynesian canoes. Very huge, almost like a Noah's Ark, but much smaller, but <laughs> <laughs> with the big sails, upside down sails. And I'm on this boat in New Zealand with these amazing elders talking about these traditions that they are bringing back, and the kids are loving it. These 20-year-old kids are, you know, this wooden rudder, and it's all no, uh, all no mechanisms, just human navigation. It's fascinating. So, you know, it's interesting. Um, so they found their purpose. Their purpose was don't lose these traditions. This is really important. We have to disseminate to the kids. And now the kids are loving it. They feel like they're, they're traveling three thousand miles in a boat where they couldn't even go near the fir- second waves of a beach. You know? Wow, that's so pretty cool.
0: Yeah, you mentioned uh, the the traditions uh, in this particular tribe, and you mentioned uh, finding the the uh, the earliest uh, relatable hominid in uh, in Africa, and those sorts of things. Do you find that happiness can also be found for people when they kind of find their place? In a great in something greater than themselves I, I mean that's that seems to be kind of my takeaway that that they're preserving something from the ancients and and that that can lead to happiness as well.
2: I absolutely agree with you. we all want to know where we come from you know it's interesting i I've, I've interviewed people who um, who've been adopted or who have done open adoptions, which is fascinating too because um, um, everyone wants to kind of know but but there are some people who are just like consoled with themselves. So you know what? I'm just here to help. <laughs> right. but, um, but I like the idea of, uh, I like history. So I just like it because I used to like climb, um, my, my uh, grandparents lived in the coal mine region, so I'm a coal miner's granddaughter. Mm-hmm. And so I would <laughs> climb the shale mounds and look for fossils when I was a kid. So for me to go down into the Sterkfontein Caves in the Cradle of Humankind, where 60% of all fossils on the planet had been found. With these guys and to, you know, see what they've discovered, it's just amazing. And I think people do, you know, now that that home and a lady, as you mentioned, was, was found, people are flocking to the cradle of humankind because they want to see this. Everyone wants to be a part of history in some way. And I agree. Like, we shouldn't lose traditions, but I believe that any traditions that are based in something that separates us, it should
1: be lost, <laughs> right? Sure. <Yeah. laughs> but you are creating a certain element of wanderlust in me. I haven't. Uh, I haven't. I need to get back on the plane and go see some of this stuff. <laughs> well, come with me. <laughs> come on, let's go. It'd be awesome. It'd be awesome. <laughs> so we want to tell people where they can uh, find the uh, find the show. And uh, basically, you can go to uh, tappinginshow.com. And yes. uh, there's a TV schedule. So tappinginshow.com. Yes slash watch slash tv schedule so for those of you who'd like to see what i think is going to be a fascinating uh, series of specials i'm really looking forward to it go there linda you've been fantastic Thank you I think I could talk to you forever and, and we can oh, exchange thank stories. you I,
2: I, you guys are wonderful and congratulations I, I just love you so much for um, everything you're doing to bring happiness in the world.
1: Well, it's uh, people like you who make it possible. so thank you very much. We really appreciate it and we'll have to have you back on
0: If you'd like to learn more about tapping in or get a free sketch note of this episode, visit livehappynow.com. We invite you to tune into our next episode as we speak with Ross Matthews on his rise to Hollywood fame and Maintaining a Happy Life. You may recognize him from his television debut as a correspondent on The Tonight Show with Jay Leno. It's going to be a fun conversation. I can guarantee you that much, but mostly because we've already had it. But it's coming up. It's going to be fun. If you would like to reach out to us and let us know things that you took away from this episode or things you'd like to hear on a future episode, hit us up on Twitter at LiveHappy, Facebook.com slash LiveHappy, or you can even send us an email, podcast at LiveHappy.com. For everybody here at Live Happy, I'm J.R. Houston saying so long, thank you, and remember to always live happy.